Hello, and welcome to the Tiff's Truth Podcast. My name is Tiffany, and this is a podcast all about spirituality, growth, and entrepreneurship. Today, I have a very special guest with me. Actually, all of my guests will be special, but this particular episode is special because this is the first full episode of the Tiff's Truth Podcast. And so I am happy to have with me today Dr. Akila Bradford, who is a longtime friend of mine and a fellow entrepreneur. She is the CEO of the HR Doc Consulting. Thank you for joining me, Akila. Thank you. I'm so honored to be the first. Yes. 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 <laughs> you are the first. Thank you again for being here. And so um, as I teased prior to this particular uh, episode, today's um, podcast is actually about the good, the bad and the ugly as it pertains to entrepreneurship. And this I plan on this podcast to be no longer than an hour. But Akila and I both know that we could talk for hours. <laughs> about <laughs> all of the things that yes. happen uh, as it pertains to entrepreneurship that they don't tell you on social media. They show right. you the trips. I have shown you the trips. I have shown you the fabulous dinners and mm -hmm. all of the um, the great accolades that I've received and appearing on the news mm -hmm. and all of that good stuff and the awards that Akila has received. But we have not talked about the depression. We have not Woo. talked about being Woo. broke. We have not talked Woo. about the falling outs with friends. Um, and so we plan to do all of that today. But first, before I get to Akila um, and asking her about her journey, I have briefly talked about what this podcast is about in a previous episode, but I want to fully let the listeners know exactly who I am and what it is I do. And so my journey to entrepreneurship started about six years ago. I've been a full-time entrepreneur for about six years, for about two years, but it started six years ago. The, the I am the CEO of the Love of Food and Travel LLC, and its mission is to give back to kids in the hood. It is to uh, encourage, inspire, mm -hmm. and educate children from underserved areas all about seeing the world. And we both know that many times kids uh, like us who've grown up, especially on the south and west sides of Chicago, grown up in poverty have not had the opportunity to even go downtown or even go to the beach. And so my mission with the love of food and travel was to and is to inspire and educate children. And so I've been in television news, radio and television uh, for about 20 years, and I started getting burned out. And I asked the creator um, what was next to me, what was next for me. And a couple of years after that, I took my very first international trip to La Romana, Dominican Republic, and it reignited a spark in me to begin writing again. And from there, I started the Love of Food and Travel blog. It actually started as a blog. And shortly after I started writing, I started getting, like I said, some accolades. I got published in some big publications, and I just knew my gut told me that this was going to be bigger than just telling people where to travel to and where to go eat. And so I, um, I then, after 
like I said, getting published, I then got this idea a couple of years later to write a children's book. And I was like, I kind of shocked, you know how God kind of shocks me. I was like, okay, somebody who has uh, chosen not to have children. And I rarely answer this question because I think it's so rude. It's for people to just come right out and ask people why you don't have no kids. Mm -hmm. But um, so I will address this one time on the podcast. Um, I, <laughs> I have chosen not to have children. I have not married yet. <laughs> um, but I just thought it was crazy that God had led me to work with children. And so I went home and started writing this book. I didn't have an outline. I had no clue what it took to put together a children's book. And I started writing and it turned out I was writing about my life. And so the book Somaji's Magic Carpet, which is an African name, Somaji's an African name that means seeker, um, is about a little girl from the south side of Chicago whose parents can't afford to take her on trips like my parents. I didn't get on a plane until I was 30 years old. I didn't get um, go and get my first passport stamp until I was 38. And so this little girl in this book uses her magic carpet or the baby blanket. She pretends that her baby blanket is a magic carpet and she goes to different, um, destinations that are special to me, like Arkansas, which is where my grandparents are from in Africa and other destinations. And so I published my first book in March of 2021 and as soon as I published the book, God was like, okay, it's time to move. And I was like, no, it ain't because I don't have no money. And it was like, if you jump, then I'll take care of the rest. So, you know, I had my little money saved up and I went on ahead and I was obedient. And in July of that same year, I quit my job. And from there, I got a contract, which I had been trying to get, by the way. So this is a perfect example. I had been trying to get a contract, my vendor license with Chicago Public Schools for years, and nothing was sticking until I quit my job. So that, wow. is, a, that is an example of how, how we need to be obedient, by the way. Um, I finally got my vendor license approved, and I got a contract with Chicago Public Schools, which is the third largest school district in the country. And I started going into the classroom and teaching from my book. In the following year, I created my second book, which is an online workbook that explores more in depth the destinations that Somaji um, visits in the first book. And so, um, yeah, that is a little bit about my journey. But uh, what I did not know was <laughs> what I did not know was just because you are obedient and yes God will provide and he will provide a provision for what it is he has called you to do but that does not mean that you will not be met um right with right. with challenges and so that is a little bit about my journey and I am still being stretched in many many different directions mm -hmm. um, after forming my own LLC and writing two books and going into the classroom which I never thought that I would do never thought that I would deal with kids and so here we are today and so I just want to talk to you Akila, and ask you um Mm. about your journey into entrepreneurship because you and I have spoken yeah. uh, about about yours so I'm going to let you share yes. <laughs> and hopefully you'll be candid with our listeners today oh. but I know that you have been through quite a bit as yes. it pertains to 
you know, I've been through some things, <laughs> through some things, you know, spending my entire life in corporate America in a variety of human resources positions from assistant all the way up to regional director and for a number of different companies. And I climbed the ranks and was promoted and promoted and promoted. And and during that time, I was in school getting degree after degree after degree uh, and just building this beautiful resume, right? And, um, And my last place of employment was a struggle for me. Because I went from being in a position of power to being a creator. So mm. normally I'm the director. I work for a corporation. There are policies, rules, et cetera. And I moved into a completely different direction and said, I'm going to help a company build their HR. Mm. And so working for them was was a test because that was the first time I had autonomy. And creativity and I didn't know what to do with it and I felt like I was drowning right and so I had a very transparent moment that I've never had in my career with my boss at the time and he asked me you know like they do all the time you know how you doing I actually told him how I was doing mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I was honest and now I, I said I'm drowning I'm drowning um And I gave the analogy of feeling like I was on a boat and across the water, not too far, was a yacht. And I was given the opportunity to to make it to the yacht. I just have to swim. And and in my head, I'm a great swimmer. You know, I've I've done human resources for 20 years, yada, yada, yada. I could swim. I could make it across to this yacht. Oh, I can't wait to get to this yacht. It's going to be autonomy. It's going to be freedom. And. I could do all these things and I could be creative. And I said, I hopped in the water and started swimming and realized that the current was strong. Mm. And I kept falling underwater, but I'm a great swimmer. I can swim and swim. And, I, and that's why I told him, I felt like being in that space, um, I felt like I was drowning. So fast forward, probably less than two months and I was laid off. And I was like, well, that's what I get for being transparent, <laughs> transparent and telling my boss how I really felt. Mm-hmm. Divine um, order, though. Right. But I, he asked I, I, and I was ready. And so that was in 2020, 2019. And I'm out of work. I'm out of work. I'm struggling. I'm Ubering, uh, you know, trying to keep the house in order. And then, you know, I'm, I'm finally using my network of friends. I get all these connections. I have all these great interviews. I'm interviewing like crazy in January and February of 2020. In March of 2020, I I got a job offer. And um, during that time of being laid off, though, I am actually continuing to help small businesses with their HR stuff. Just off to the side. Just Oh, Akila, I just opened this restaurant. Can you help me? Oh, I just started this private practice. Can you help me? And a, an employee that wasn't even an employee of mine, but an employee of my last company, when I left, she told me, 
you need to start your own company. I will work for you whenever you're ready. Mm. And so I kept that in the back of my head. And when I got the job offer in March 2020, right at the start of the pandemic, I turned it down. I had been unemployed for a year. I filed bankruptcy, did all of these things. And so I really, really needed that job. Yeah. And I said, you know what, I'm going to turn down this little money because clearly there's a need. I have a skill. I'm going to do this on my own. And I have the help of this young lady who says she will work for me. And she did for free for months. And in May of 2020, I started the HR Doc Consulting Company. I was working with a friend of mine who was an amazing uh, business operations consultant. And so whenever he had a client and he would get them started and get their restaurant or their business started, he would then feed them to me. Like, okay, you got the business started. Now we need the people side. I have a great HR person for you. So he put me on his team. And so I am being spoon fed in the, at the start of opening my own business, I'm being spoon fed clients. Mm-hmm. And I have this, this free labor in my friend who said she would work for me. I have, I'm walking, walking right into my business with clients. I'm like, yes, I don't need no job. I got this. At the same time, my parents are like, sit down, be still, come on back home, move in, take your time. So I'm like, this is, I got the golden egg. I'm God's favorite. We lit. We lit. We lit. And and then, then that light, it gets bright and then it gets dim. Sometimes that light will go off. And then all the way off. Woo! And you're like, uh oh, I, I don't have, I don't have no money to pay the electricity bill to turn this light back on that started out so bright. Mm-hmm. What happened? Yeah, entrepreneurship happened. Mm-hmm. That's what happened. So yeah, it, it it's it's been it's been one. Uh, it's been one. But yeah, I could not believe I turned down a six figure job to start my own business. Yeah, I felt the same way. I was like, there were times when I was like, I cannot believe that I actually left the newsroom. And you and I have spoken about all of the things that I went through in the newsroom. I had a boss that hated my guts. Yes. Um, Yes. You know, I had health issues. I had tumors on my uterus from stress. I was hooked up to EKG machines due to stress working in the newsroom. I mean, I absolutely went through it. And I was like, I would go back in a heartbeat (laughs) to have a steady, to have a steady paycheck and insurance, health insurance that I do not have to worry about. So it has, yes, yes, health insurance, life insurance, right. So it it has definitely been like, I did not see, like I said, um, probably the misconception that I had about becoming my own boss. Perhaps I was a little Delulu, as they say, (laughs) as as the kids say, but I honestly thought that if I did everything right, 
if I did everything in my power and if I was completely obedient to what God had led me to do, that I would be challenged in some aspects. Right. But I wouldn't I would not have to go through a dark night of the soul, as they say. Yes. I would not have yes. to uh, worry about, yes. you know, I would not have to struggle. I have yes. been, I have faced eviction. I have had yes. my car repossessed. Yes. I have had friends who have eaten at my father's table that my father has cooked for. Call me out of my name. Try to stop my dream. They See? have lied on me. They have, I have had to walk away from them. They have walked away from me because they yep. were uncomfortable with my growth. Yep. I did not expect any of this to happen. No. And what I did not know, I knew that I would have to grow. I knew that I would have right. to be strong. I knew yes. that I would have to become a better businesswoman. Right. I did not know that I would have to become a whole new Tiffany. Completely different person. Completely different person Completely in order to person. walk in order to walk this journey. And that's yep. what they do not tell you about entrepreneurship. No. no, they do not tell you when that light goes off and that it could or could not come back on. Right. And then you go through it and you, you get the light back on. Okay, I got a new client. Great. Okay, that'll last me the next 45 days. All right, okay, okay. And then you get another client. You're like, all right, all right. I might make it six months. And then crickets. Yeah. And we're back at square one. We're back at, oh, my God, how am I going to pay my rent? Oh, God, how am I going to? Okay. All right. Yeah. It's the the roller coaster. I don't like roller coasters. I don't like roller coasters. I don't like unpredictability. And I am telling you right now, if you do not like change and unpredictability it would be in your best interest to not ride this ride nope and i'm an earth sign i need to be grounded yes yes and no uh-uh we all in the water stay tuned to part two of the tiff's truth podcast with dr akila bradford you don't want to miss what's next